Hey there, it's Danielle Alvari of VSIN, the Vegas Stats and Information Network. Be sure to check out my new podcast, the Los Angeles CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. We dive into the betting angles for all the LA teams, plus USC and my personal favorite and alma mater, UCLA. So if you're from Los Angeles or a fan of any of the LA sports teams and want to become a sharper better, this is the podcast for you. So please subscribe, follow, and listen to the Los Angeles CityCast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Los Angeles CityCast with Danielle Alvari, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome into your Monday edition of the Los Angeles CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm your host, Danielle Alvari. If you caught the Lakers game versus the Grizzlies on Sunday, certainly sent Twitter a buzz. NBA Twitter, there's no place like it, really. After the Grizzlies loss, John Morant tweeted, failure builds character. And I think that's some essential wisdom for life, basketball, and betting. It should sum up how this last weekend went. You know, failure builds character. Some hit, some did not. We'll get into it all. In today's show, first, we'll recap Lions at Rams. USC at Notre Dame and Oregon at UCLA, all football, all segment long. Then we'll talk NBA, the Lakers and the Clippers. And finally, we'll wrap up with a farewell to the Dodgers season. Ugh, tragic, tragic ending. But first things first, we always check out the Los Angeles lines available at Bet River Sportsbook. Let's start with college football. UCLA on the road this week at Utah. Utah is the five-point favorite here. Total sitting around 61. On Bat Rivers, UCLA plus 155 on the money line. Utah minus 200. USC, the Trojans in action at home. They're going to host Arizona. They are 20 and a half point favorites. Minus 20 and a half for USC. Total at 56 and a half. USC money line minus 1430. Okay. I mean, if you went to USC, you might have the deep pockets to lay that kind of bankroll. I don't know. And then meanwhile, Arizona seven to one plus 700. So again, if we're new to betting, that means that if you laid a hundred dollars on Arizona money line, which means to win the game, bet a hundred on Arizona to win, you'd win 700. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Do not take that bet. The NFL Rams at Texans. Man, they've been on a tear of just not so great teams. Not been super fun to talk about. Uh, nevertheless, their game on Sunday was fun. Lions, we'll get into that shortly. But they're at the Texans next as 15-point favorites. Total sitting at 45 and a half. We also have the Patriots at the Chargers. Chargers a five and a half point favorite. Total sitting at 47 and a half. We're not going to talk about this game that much today. We'll get into that more later on in the week. But I really like this Chargers minus five and a half. Just off the top here, looking at this game, the Chargers run defense, not so, uh, not so hard to exploit as we saw the Ravens do wonderfully. But the Patriots can't really run the ball. That's why you're seeing also a lower, lower total here, 47 and a half. Not crazy low, but lower. I like Chargers minus five and a half, just out the gate. Something to keep in mind. NBA Clippers play Monday night. They host the Blazers. They're three and a half point favorites, total sitting at 234 and a half. You can find all these odds at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. If you're wondering who 
gave this person a pod. They they did. Thank you, Bat Rivers. Let's get into it. Let's start with the Rams. It was homecoming for Jared Goff. And man, was California good to the Lions and their their backers, frankly, their betters. If you bet on the Lions plus 15 and a half or even plus 14 and a half, that cash. These Lions, they came out ready to bite some kneecaps. Yeah, as, as Dan Campbell would say. They successfully attempted an onside kick and a fake punt pass after they scored the game's opening touchdown on a screen run or on a screen here to running back DeAndre Swift. Got out to that early 10-0 lead. But then, dun -dun -dun, on his white horse, Matt Stafford led a 17-6 rally against his former team. Rams led at the half. They went on to win 28-19, but it never really looked like they were out of the woods, which was so fun if you <laughs> were on the side of Lions plus over two touchdowns. Because... You were kind of sitting pretty most of this game. I mean, at no point were you not covering. I think they covered from start to finish. So if you remember last Friday, we had a little pod crossover. So we had the Detroit CityCast host, Dan Leach, jump on. It was great. It was so much fun to have somebody else to talk to, especially Dan. He's a load of fun. Uh, but he was adamant that you should not touch this line spread. And I, of course, like the immature person I am, tweeted that little segment out. <laughs> about how he said that it would be crazy for a Lions fan to bet the spread. And I said, what about just a regular better, not a Lions fan? And he said, that would also be crazy. And crazy enough, crazily enough, the Lions covered. That doesn't mean anything, really, to be honest. I mean, Dan replied perfectly. He said, I still wouldn't have bet it, even after they covered. So even after it cashed, still wouldn't have bet it. Because... Come on, here's the thing. You have to remember, this podcast, Los Angeles CityCast. Make sure you subscribe and follow if you haven't, by the way. Leave a rating. Maybe put a little post-it note if you forget. We talk about Los Angeles teams on this pod. So we talk about who they're playing and the teams each week. That doesn't mean that those are the best bets on the board. And something that one of my old co-hosts, Gil Alexander, we did primetime action together on VSIN. Make sure you check out vsin.com. Gil is one of my all-time favorite handicappers that I got to meet over the last, over my first year, really, with VSIN. And he always said, sometimes the best bets we make are the one, or best bets, not the ones we make. Sometimes the best bets are the ones we don't make, right? So all of that to say, yeah, I was trying to give you guys an angle here and a side. And I thought, you know, and you know, honestly, some of the VSIN handicappers were on the Lions. They were. Uh, I think Dave Tooley was on the Lions. I think one other person won as well. And before this, the Lions were 3-3 three and three ATS. Now they're 4-3 and three ATS. So that's the thing. If they keep getting these double-digit spreads, I don't know. They're tempting. They're tempting to bet because they're just that much more likely that, that there's a chance of a cover, right? Because again, do the Rams or whatever team need to win by that many points? No, they don't. So might be in your favor. I, I went on a tangent there, obviously. But you guys get what I'm saying. We talk about the LA teams. That doesn't mean that they're the best bets to make. But I always try to give you an angle if you are interested in getting on the action. Or if you just want to make, you know, like a pizza bet or like smelling salts. Whatever you're into with <laughs> your roommate. Always want to give you all of the possible angles. And my best educated guests... Or the guests that I have on, they have great information as well. Obviously, my information was the best this week because uh, the Lions covered. I'm just kidding. 15 and a half. That's a lot of points. Uh, we still have to get into 
next week for the Rams, which is Rams at Texans. 15 is the number. Again, over two touchdowns given to the Texans. Yeah, we'll get into this more later in the week. But, again, not the best bet on the board. Not even close. But we'll talk about which way you could look if you did want to bet this. And you know what? Let's look at props more this week, too. That'll be fun because Cooper Cup, how about him? NFL leader in receptions, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns after 10 receptions for 156 yards and two touchdowns in this game. That's crazy. That's good cup. Uh, total for this next game here, by the way, Rams at Texans, 45 and a half. That is temptingly low. That is temptingly low where you maybe want to look at an over. Not me. Couldn't be me. Let's talk about USC at Notre Dame. Uh, USC was a seven point dog here. Total sat around 58. Final score of this one, 31 to 16 Notre Dame. So when we talked about this on Friday and I love saying we again, because it's me. When I talked about this on Friday, I mentioned the temperatures gonna be high forties, partly cloudy skies, evening game on the East coast. So travel for USC weather's different, cold, uh, for both teams, probably neither team really going to be airing it out. I mentioned the Trojans defense is the Trojans defense is Almost non-existent. It's tough. It's tough being a USC football fan right now. And, you know, this is how it played out. I mentioned under 58. I said that I was late to the party because I did come up with that one on Friday. But sometimes that's nice, right? Sometimes there's people who don't want to bet at the start of the week because they have, you know, jobs, lives, relationships to tend to. And they just get to the weekend and go, okay, now I'm looking at what I want to bet. So I gave an under 58. It was not the best number because it had shifted, but it still hit. It still hit. I also said an even better bet that I liked better, that's actually the one that I that I went with, was under 29 and a half in the first half. That hit. It was 20 points in the first half. Very nice. Under hits. That's nice. Under 29 and a half in the first half. Also hits. Very nice. Trojans lose. Even nicer. I'm just kidding. Kind of. Uh, in the loss, USC committed nine penalties. They were not the only LA team to have some penalty problems. We'll get into UCLA in a second. Nine penalties that resulted in four Notre Dame first downs. Did I mention it's tough to be a USC football fan right now? Not that I, I mean, I can't speak from experience. You guys know I went to UCLA. I don't try to hide that bias here. But I'm going to talk about this team. And, and frankly, on any other year, I would have been really excited. I mean, <laughs> I love my job. This is so fun. But I would have been more excited to talk about USC. They're the only team, really, football-wise, that I have not been super excited to talk about. And I'm, like, in a wealth of talent. I'm just so lucky. I mean, when we had Dan uh, Dan Leach on last week from Detroit, I was just told him, I was like, I marveled that you were able to fill your whole podcast. <laughs> and your only team you have over there, really, is the Lions. So I have a wealth over here with the Rams and the Chargers and even UCLA, just, you know, above 500. We'll just leave it at that. But USC on any given year, when are they worse than UCLA? Now that said, <clears throat> I'm not saying that when that, that rivalry game comes up later in the season that this is like a lock for UCLA by, by far and wide. I'm not saying that. But this is just a bummer USC team to cover this year. Man. Unless you're Drake London's family or something. 
their star wide receiver. He is the little bright spot in every game, and I shouldn't call him little. He's he's a stud. He put up a career high, 171 receiving yards on 15 catches. That's 1,003. Don't shortchange him. 1,003 yards of the season. That's his first 1,000-yard season of his career. Killer. Something exciting. Always a silver lining. Right, Trojan fans? Next up, USC hosts Arizona. USC is a 20.5-point favorite. Total sitting at 56.5. Again, Arizona 7-1 on the money line if you want to bet the money line to win. Don't do that. Here's why. This is why this point spread is huge. Nearly three touchdowns. I wouldn't be surprised if this gets up to 21, honestly. And at that point, I mean, maybe even at this point, but at that point, maybe even at three touchdowns, then maybe you look at playing Arizona plus 21. Because again, I guess USC, like, they don't have, again, they have no reason. They just want to win. They have no reason to just, I mean, maybe more so in college football, it seems like players, like, or teams care more about, like, scoring as many points as they can than in the NFL. But nevertheless, there's no reason that they would want to cover, well, not want to, but need to cover a three-touchdown spread. And also, how does that make sense with this total, 56.5? What is that? I mean, are we assuming that Arizona's not going to score against this USC team when I just talked about how porous this defense has been? Man. It, but here, here's my point about Arizona. Yet to score 20 points in a game this year and ranks 11th in the Pac-12 in total offense and last in scoring defense. They allow a lot of points. So, 56 and a half? You just have to ask yourself, do you think that Arizona is going to score any points? And something you should know about Arizona if you don't already is they lost their starting quarterback, Jordan McLeod, for the season due to knee and ankle injuries. That's just tough. Uh, I think his replacement, Plummer... Two interceptions versus Notre Dame. Yeah. So it's tough. Arizona's having trouble getting that offense going. So you just have to ask if you wanted to look at an over here. We know USC can score, and we know that their defense is not present. So if you think that Arizona can score here, which I'm not convinced they can. Yeah. I almost... I almost... Don't, don't play USC minus 20 and a half. Come on. Don't, like, do not touch that spread. If anything, if you think USC is going to blow them out, maybe you look at an over, but even this number seems high to me. D6 and a half. I personally love an under. Always love playing an under. It's weird, I guess, because they say that sharp betters, which is not really a term that I employ so much, uh, but sharp betters, smart betters, experienced betters, uh, will tend to play unders because the public or casual betters, which I like to keep betting casual myself, they'll, they like to bet an overs. Sorry, I was like stuck in the moment of how awkward I was there. They like to bet overs because who wants to cheer for less points, right? But I, first of all, am a huge fan of defense, especially in the NBA. Do not ask me about NBA picks because last season went horribly for me. But remember what John Morant said, failure uh, failure builds character and hopefully better bets. Uh, he didn't say that last part. I did. Nevertheless, more on this game later in the week. 
USC, just so you know, has won eight straight against Arizona and has not lost to the Wildcats at the Coliseum since 2009. But uh, this has been a record-breaking season, not in a good way, for USC. Lest we forget the Oregon State game. Mm -hmm. What was that old Justin Bieber song? Never say never. Okay, so... Uh... I don't know why I'm finding myself rooting for Arizona, but it's almost like, come on, underdog as well. Tw almost three touchdown underdog. You have to root for the underdog here. And also, mm, Trojans. So let's move on. Oregon at UCLA. Now I get to roast my own team too. Don't worry. If you were like a USC fan and you're like, this is terrible. Now I get to talk about my team. I said we get close to the total on this number. I think it closed around 60 and that hit. Final score, 34 to 31, Oregon. I also said, here's, okay, If you in case you missed it, Quick recap of last week, roller coaster of emotions with this. The lines came out. Monday show, I said, I do not understand why UCLA is favored by one and a half points. What is going on? It has to be Oregon, right? And I said that I understood that this is not a good Oregon team, but it doesn't matter because what Oregon brings to the table is talent, flashy talent. And I don't know that there's like a coaching advantage one way or the other, Cristobal or Chip Kelly, but if it was anything, I would go Cristobal. I didn't understand this line. Wednesday rolls around. It's up to two at some spots. So UCLA minus two. Uh, it gets back down to one and a half by Friday. But on Wednesday, I'm still like, it's got to be Oregon here. You know, I'm talked. I think I spoke with Mike Regalado from Bruin Report Online last Wednesday. Uh, I felt really bad because he had a beautiful backdrop for the Skype session. And then I ended up not posting a clip of it like with video. <laughs> but that's beside the point. I also was like, it's, it's, you got to bet Oregon just because why is UCLA favored here? It just, I would have loved to get, I probably would have been like really excited to bet like UCLA plus one and a half, which still wouldn't have covered here. But like, I just wanted to get points with UCLA. That seemed more accurate to me. Even, you know, plus two and a half would have seen. And like, anyways, Friday rolls around and uh, I talked myself out of the Oregon side and into the UCLA side. And I don't know if that's the homer in me or not. And this is the tough thing about betting on teams that are your teams that you like, because you're trying to fight this other psychological battle of this is my team. So I want to overcorrect and not bet on them just because they're my team and I want them to win or cover. And then you can do like this emotional hedge thing where it's like, well, I'll just bet on Oregon. And then also, it was Oregon plus one and a half, so UCLA still could have won, and my bet could have won. Like, tight margin, but I guess. There's just all these mind gymnastics that you go through, I do at least, when you're betting on your own team. It's tough. Anyways, I went up and down all week long. I should have gone with my gut. What did we learn? What did we learn, people? Go with your gut. Go with your first instincts on games. I am not the first person to fall victim to flip-flopping, especially as it pertains to my team, to UCLA. Tough. Tough one. Tough, tough loss in the end. Yeah. I mean, it looked good at the start. The Bruins took an early 14-0 lead. But this game, they just couldn't run the ball. And good on Oregon for preventing that because that was the way that UCLA was going to get this win. And, and nearly, nearly did, to be fair. They generated a season-low 110 yards on the ground. Britton Brown and Zach Charbonnet combined for only 90 yards and 3.2 yards per carry, so just great job by Oregon on that. And all kinds of weird mistakes by UCLA. 
Senior safety Quentin Lake negated his own interception by being offsides on a play, and then same mistake on the next. Redshirt junior tight end Greg Dulcich. We love Dulcich. If there's a person, a receiver on that team who's reliable, it's him. He was a walk-on, and now he's he's a scholarship player, tight end, transformed. He's Cinder Cinderella, Cinder Dulcich, and. He's flagged twice for false starts and a drop pass. And this is not just like a random drop pass. This is an important pass. And back and like, come on, two false starts. Who, what's going on? Sophomore punter, Luke Akers, got just laid out before he could a punt off. It was just weird. And it's like, you would think Mercury was in retrograde. We've talked about that on the pod before, but no, it was not. So I don't know what was going on here. Seemed like everything going wrong. Uh, DTR, a little scared for him at the end of the game. He got injured kind of on the final drive. He went out. We thought it was his throwing shoulder. So, yeah, over, you know, rather be cautious. But they did send in his backup uh, interception end of the game. But DTR did go 22 of 41 for 216 yards with one touchdown and one interception before he got injured. Again, final drive. So just barely missed any of the game. And he did tweet pretty quickly after the game, I'm okay. I also love when there's um, like detectives on the. On the Twitter sphere. And I think it was one of the UCLA reporters. It might have been Sam Conan, who is coming on the pod on Wednesday, by the way, to talk about UCLA. There will be a guest to talk about UCLA, Utah, and also USC, uh, USC and Arizona. We'll talk about that as well. I think it was him who tweeted that a picture of Dorrington Officer Robinson with a backpack and it was like slung over his shoulder. And he was like, uh, I don't think they'd be letting him carry his own bag if, you know, his, his shoulder was hurt. And I'm like, I don't know. It depends how heavy the bag is. And I don't know. I, I don't know. But I love that. I love that little detective work. So, said he's okay after the game. He's, I mean, the O-line took credit for this this kind of loss after the game, too. And I have to hand it to Oregon's quarterback. Really nice performance. Threw for 296 yards and ran for 85, including a 43-yard touchdown. Killer. And I think I said, like, that I had DTR the advantage here. But, and that, you know, I don't think I was overwhelmed by Oregon's, Oregon's quarterback before the game and really, really nice hats off to him. Ducks, by the way, almost squandered a 34 to 17 lead, by the way, which so just, just goes to show you there was one fan from UCLA who tweeted this. It was at food and sports 77. Uh, we're new Twitter friends. He said, well, this is the end of the tweet, really. Starting to get immune to UCLA football, snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. And if that doesn't say it all, just tough stuff, guys. UCLA at Utah next. Utah, five-point favorite. Total sitting at 61. Utah, historically, has been a very tough team for UCLA, especially at Utah. Their fans are the opposite of delightful. But this is a weird number. Five. Ugh. Nevertheless, I don't think it's off. I'm not, like, surprised by it, really. If anything, I think it might go up during the week. Yeah. Tough loss. Go Bruins, though. Coming up next, the Lakers and the Clippers have started their seasons. Notice I didn't say well. We'll look into it next on the Los Angeles CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. Looking for a hot tip to bet on? Check out the new match tips at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. The new tips feature gives you special insights on player props and match bets for the top tips of the day. Go to BetRivers before the game, find your match, and tap the tips icon to see independent research on recent team and player performance. 
Bet with confidence. Visit the Bet Rivers mobile app or go to betrivers.com and get the top tips of the day. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Playable only in states where Bet Rivers is licensed and in New Jersey at Play Sugar House. The Los Angeles CityCast is presented by Bet Rivers. Get paid faster with Bet Rivers Rush Pay. Daily boosts, special offers, great customer service, plus a $250 first-time sign-up bonus. Make Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Download the Bet Rivers app or visit betrivers.com for details. Welcome back to the Los Angeles CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. I'm your host, Danielle Alvari. Let's talk NBA. I'm still sort of sad that not sort of very sad that the WNBA season is over again shout out to the Chicago Sky Candace Parker champions but I think I'm ready to start to start moving on and unfortunately it is with the NBA because this was maybe besides college basketball but college basketball I did save myself a little bit at the end as as far as betting went at the end of the year with March Madness I hit some cool in games that were improbable that saved my season a little bit, but the NBA by far for me was my worst, worst uh, losses as far as betting last season. And I blame it on <laughs> live betting. Live betting is one of the best ways to bet the NBA, in my opinion, and in some of my colleagues' opinion. Uh, we used to do, or I used to be on a show called Primetime Action. Maybe you've heard of it on VSIN. And we love live betting, especially on the NBA when the opportunity presents itself. But somehow I just always acted on the wrong side, like a comical amount of times, like a really bad amount of times. So I'm hoping that I can chalk up and look. Luckily, I kept a, sh- a spreadsheet and I keep a spreadsheet, spreadsheets, many sheets of all of my bets so that I can track how my season goes, right? So at the end of the season, I can see how much I'm up, down. I track over, under, spreads, live bets, Pre, pre-game bets. So you can see what you do well at and what you don't. Like baseball was killer for me last season, did great. And a lot of it was first inning bets. I know, sounds like a toss up, but I don't know. I went like 60%, 65%. So you tell me, <laughs> doesn't sound that great. But in betting, in betting, that's pretty good. All that to say, I hope my NBA betting goes a lot better this year. When in doubt, fade me though. Go ahead and fade me. So let's talk about the Lakers and the Clippers. Again, nobody off to a great start. The Lakers lost to the Warriors in their first game. Lost to the Suns on Friday. But got their first win versus the Grizzlies on Sunday. 121-118. to Tight. Tight. And you know who they have to thank for that? Carmelo freaking Anthony. 28 points. And not to bury the Ja Morant 40-point game lead. Go Ja. He did have the chance to tie the game, but he missed the third and final free throw. Okay, no. Still still an incredible game by Ja. But Mello, how about that? At 37 years old. Not too shabby. It's funny because I actually have a friend who's a big Trailblazers fan. And just like does not like, doesn't care for Mello. And obviously, Mello coming from there, he just basically said that nobody had any interest in him before we did, before the Blazers brought it, like basically the Blazers reignited his career. And, you know, I just, I find that really funny. And maybe it's true. I I don't see, I don't see how it's not. Mellow though, 28 points. That's what we're talking about. 
good to see. Love to see people thriving. Scary LeBron moment, though. He fell. He held his right leg. Third quarter, Desmond Bain fell on it. But the trainers looked at him. He came back in. What is the biggest thing we're worried about with this Lakers team this season? What is your biggest concern? Because my concern is health. And it's not even necessarily LeBron, who's older. This team, they're seasoned. They're veterans. They've been around the block. They're old. There, I said it. Nevertheless, it's LeBron freaking James, okay? So, yeah. And honestly, I'm not even... I'm more worried about Anthony Davis, aren't we all? <sighs> Regardless, he's fine. Notice I didn't say irregardless. Can't stand that. Not a real word. Four of the Lakers' five starters scored in double digits. Russell Westbrook. Been struggling. Continuing to struggle. But man, can he pass beautifully? Mm. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful sight to see. Now, something that was kind of missing from this Lakers team early was... <laughs> was defense, really. And it was surprising coming from a, a Frank Vogel team, right? But they looked a little bit better on Sunday. They had 10 steals and 12 blocks as a team and forced 17 turnovers. So quite, quite a better showing. Apparently, they had a lengthy film session on Saturday to work out defensive problems, and clearly that paid off. So, yeah. It's really comical at this point to see three games into the season on Twitter. Someone said something about the Lakers. Oh, uh, yeah. So someone tweeted something about the Grizzlies being able to hang with the Lakers, like this top contending team. And the comments are like always hilarious where people are like, oh, the Lakers aren't even a contender right now. Like, okay, boy. Okay, child. Okay, son. Okay, um, person. Yeah, it's the Lakers. And it's three games into the season. You got to chill. Do people remember how the Nets started last season when they hadn't really had a chance to play together that much yet? Kyrie, KD, Harden. And it like was kind of like, oh, all this talent. And it's not really coming together. And then what happened? About halfway through the season, it was, who's going to play the Nets in the championship? And then, of course, that didn't happen. Health, again, an issue. Health, always very fickle. It's very fickle. And it's tough. It's tough to bet with, with the NBA. Nevertheless, the Lakers are a contender. Believe that. Can't even believe I have to say that. Let's move on to the Clippers. Also lost to the Warriors. 115 to 113, though. Close, close, close. And Steph Curry scored 45 points. Yeah, it was that Steph Curry game. You probably even forgot that they were playing the Clippers. But yeah, I mean, what do you want? What do you want from them? Uh, then they did lose to the Grizzlies, so 0-2, 120 to 114 for that one. Paul George, though, 41 points and 10 rebounds. I'm not the biggest Paul George fan, but nice, great, good leadership. Hope you can do it in playoffs. But John Morant, again here, scored 37 points. So much fun to watch. I think somebody on Twitter called him Baby Iverson. I love that. I love that for him. I love that journey for him. Clippers, much like the Lakers, been lacking on the defensive end. They do play Monday night at home versus the Trailblazers, 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. The Clippers are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Oh. I like the Trailblazers here. I do. Plus three-and-a-half. Uh, not a bet I want to make, but if you ask me to pick a side. And then total at 234-and-a-half. I don't hate an under here. By the way, for the Trailblazers, Norman Powell out due to some knee business. 
knee injury, if you will. Here's a little fun fact too, before we wrap up this NBA segment, I found this on clipsnation.com. So shout out to clipsnation.com for this information. So overall, Clipper fans rank among the top 10 fan bases in the NBA in terms of spending. Hmm. Interesting. Can't imagine why. This includes money put towards team merchandise, stadium concessions, and alcoholic beverages, all of which Clipper fans spent Clipper fans spend more than the league average. While the league average for spending on in arena food and drinks is $68.17, Clipper fans spend a whopping $146.35 to top the charts across the league with the Warriors trailing in second place by just over $15. There's an even more significant disparity in spending on alcoholic beverages with Clipper fans spending $54.24 per game compared to the league average of $22.65. Again, that's on clipsnation.com. <laughs> it's cool information, I guess, but what are we really saying here? Did you hear the other team I mentioned in there? The Warriors? I'd venture to say the other California teams are also in there, and I would really venture to have a little mild take Monday. California's expensive. I don't know if you guys know that, but California's very expensive, so uh, congrats on spending so much money, but that's insane. The average league average, about $70, and Clippers fans spending almost double that. I'm spent. I'm spent on this segment. Coming up next, we mourn the end of a season. It's the 2021 Dodgers in the moving new film, Life's a Pitch. That's next on the Los Angeles City Gas, presented by Bet Rivers. Looking for a hot tip to bet on? Check out the new match tips at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. The new tips feature gives you special insights on player props and match bets for the top tips of the day. Go to BetRivers before the game, find your match, and tap the tips icon to see independent research on recent team and player performance. Bet with confidence. Visit the BetRivers mobile app or go to BetRivers.com and get the top tips of the day. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Playable only in states where BetRivers is licensed and in New Jersey at Play Sugar House. We're back. With the Los Angeles City Cast presented by Bet Rivers, I'm your host, Danielle Alvari. Here's and cheers to the Dodgers. The NLCS series wrapped up. Spoiler alert, the Dodgers did not win. Uh, first two games. Let's let's go through the series here in case you missed it. The first two games were decided with ninth inning walk-offs. Tough. Tough. Could have broke either way, but that's the way the cookie crumbles. Dodgers narrowly win game three, six to five, but went down three to one in the series after game four. Noose is tightening. Game five, Atlanta gets out to an early 2-0 lead thanks to Freddie Freeman. But the Dodgers set a new franchise record for hits in a postseason game at 17, tied their record for home runs at five to stay alive for one more game. That game was game six on Saturday. The Braves, man, beat the defending champs, the Dodgers, four to two to win the NL pennant. Sellout crowd. Uh, can we just, I know this is a Los Angeles pod, but can we take a minute to just tip the cap to the Braves here for what they did? Lost their best player, Ronald Acuna, Acuna Jr. Best pitcher, Mike Soroka. Lost their best hitter, Marcelo Zuna, all during the season. But that's not all. They're six games back in June. They're not over 500 until like early August. And P.S., their starting outfield wasn't even on the team until the last two weeks of July. Then they went on a tear, 43-22 since the beginning of August, including a 7-3 record in the postseason. That 
is getting hot at the right time. Sorry, apologies for the cliche, but also great moves, great moves by the organization that all made that possible. Atlanta will move on to face the Astros. Ugh. Ugh. I know people hate the Dodgers, like people who aren't Dodgers fans and just like random people on the street sometimes. I don't know what that's about. Uh, but <laughs> the Astros, is there a team more hated in baseball right now than the Astros? I don't think so. Atlanta moves on. So we're all we're all cheering for the Braves here, right? We can all agree. Yeah. World Series begins Tuesday night. Atlanta's first World Series since 1999, by the way. Love an underdog. But are they? They've been so good. Uh, P.S. Jock Peterson, maybe you remember him as a former Dodger, but now a Brave, said he would have come back to L.A., by the way. But the Dodgers weren't interested. What are your thoughts? Keep in mind, they spent over $100 million on Trevor Bauer. Yeah. So thoughts? I'm not, I'm not saying that Jock Peterson would have saved the Dodgers here, but hitting would have helped. I don't know. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Tweet at me, at Danielle Avari. Love to hear your answers. But if you've been listening uh, or know me at all, which you probably don't, we're only a couple weeks into this pod. <laughs> You know I love a good revenge story, okay? I love a good, and you know, re revenge is probably a, an isolating or a polarizing word here, but really what I'm saying is the best revenge is living well. So I love a comeback story. Uh, I love a rising above moment. And all I'm saying is Jock is going to the World Series and none for Gretchen Wieners, aka the Dodgers. So, good for Jock. <laughs> Let's move on. The Dodgers... Have some big decisions coming up. Free agency. Here's on the block here. Clayton Kershaw, Max Scherzer, Corey Seager, Kenley Jansen, and Chris Taylor all hit the free market this winter. But all in all, you know, that's a future problem. That's not a now problem. That's what I say to myself. That's a future Danielle problem, not a, not a current Danielle problem. And that's not a me problem at all. That's a future Dodger problem. All in all, 106 wins is huge. It's huge. Dodgers fans should be proud. They should. But also, keep in mind, this is not like a like a raise situation where it's like, wow, what a scrappy team that like came from behind. No, like what was the win total before the season for this? 105, I think, is what their win total opened. Like how many wins they would get this season. And they went over it just barely, 106. That's huge. That's a great team. But it's also not like the Dodgers are not an underdog in MLB. And that's something that's very exciting for Dodgers fans and also why a lot of people don't like the Dodgers. Can't relate. Can't relate. Thank you so much for listening. That's it for the Los Angeles CityCast today. Remember new shows three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Please, please, please subscribe to the pod, leave a rating, tweet at me, at Danielle Avari. I love all those things. I'll be back for more fun and games on Wednesday. As I mentioned, I believe Sam Conning coming on to talk about UCLA and USC, their games this week. So come on back for the Los Angeles City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. Looking for a hot tip to bet on? Check out the new match tips at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. The new tips feature gives you special insights on player props and match bets for the top tips of the day. Go to BetRivers before the game, find your match, and tap the tips icon to see independent research on recent team and player performance. 
Bet with confidence. Visit the Bet Rivers mobile app or go to betrivers.com and get the top tips of the day. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Playable only in states where Bet Rivers is licensed and in New Jersey at Play Sugar House. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.